0: Welcome back to residing in North Idaho. We have our friend, Mark Jacoby here, and he is all about solar. So I wanted to have this conversation. I met Mark on a um, school camping trip uh, a month ago or so, and cool guy. We got to talking and he's like, I do solar. And I was like, you live in Idaho. There's no way. And- I know. I
1: didn't know solar was a thing
0: in Idaho. So <laughs> in, I am really fact, excited
1: for
2: this.
0: I am too. I've steered people away from solar that have asked me about it. I'm like, no, that's crazy. Like, why, why would you do that? Um, it, we get a fair amount of sun. That wasn't the issue. But for me, it's like utilities are really cheap up here. So it's like, yeah, what's the point? Um, so hopefully you can talk on that quite a bit today. So I guess let's start with your, uh, a little bit of your background. I'm, I've been told to keep you from rambling, so.
3: Give us the abbreviated version. <laughs> so, uh, I'm about a 34 year electrical contractor. Ah. Um, grew up in the business. Uh, grew up swearing I wouldn't do it, so I went to school to be an electrical engineer. I <laughs> uh, started my business in I think 1987. And, uh, I was seven years old, just for reference. <laughs> and I'm not young, so. Me too. <laughs> I was pretty young. I was 27 years okay. old. Okay. Um, and uh, worked my way up through custom residential, and then uh, eventually my company became corporation. And I did design, build, electrical engineering for large commercial projects,
0: like uh, malls and or like what kind of stuff? Yeah, malls, hospitals. That seems, when I look at the wiring in a building like that, I'm like, how do you wrap your brain around that, first of all?
3: I go around Liberty Lake, uh, Liberty Launch. Yeah. Looking, that's all the stuff I was doing. Yeah.
0: It looks extremely confusing to me. (laughs) I'm glad there's people out there like you that can
3: do that. So I did that. um, Built a pretty good business in Monterey Bay, California. Um, we used to,
0: we've gone there on vacation. Yeah. It's beautiful.
2: (laughs) It's
3: gorgeous. Yeah. Nice houses there. Cool spot. And then, um, uh, was doing pretty well. I, uh, you know, the market changed in what, 2007, 2008. Mm -hmm. I mean, just, and all of a sudden my work just stopped Mm. and I had to recreate myself. And, uh, in doing that, I had, um, a curiosity about solar and I figure as an electrician, I could do anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, uh, and in reinventing myself, um, I, uh, decided to focus on doing solar, but to make a living while I was doing that, uh, I started doing design, built electrical engineering for other <laughs> electrical companies. Mm-hmm. And I, they would just sign their name on it. And then, um, I did uh, a design for some solar guys and they were a little awkward and a little difficult to deal with, but I was pretty chill. So they liked me. Mm. And so eventually they asked me if I wanted to do a startup with them. And I did. And I licensed the, the new company S corporation and off and running. We were solar guys and I hadn't ever installed solar before. So I had a real learning curve.
0: Is that from, because I know you have, you have the component, the electrical component, but then you also have dealing with how to mount it, you know, roofing, things like that.
3: Absolutely. That's all
0: part of that learning curve. I'm guessing, huh?
3: I learned it all (laughs) through a funnel, right? Yes. And so I went around the Bay area, um, you know, San Francisco Bay area, Mm
2: -hmm.
3: San Jose, and, uh, was installing solar. Uh, I had, had, uh, teammate for the install team that was kind of showing me the way and we went along and we were mildly successful. Uh, the guys I threw in with were supposed to be really good at sales, but I found I was selling more than they were. <laughs> okay. And so here I am driving to the Bay area, you know, commuting an hour, hour and a half, um, installing and selling. And, uh, I heard about another company, That was starting up. It was some young guy that uh, had money, seed money, and had jobs, but didn't know how to do it. Mm. So I talked to him. And because the other company didn't have enough work to sustain me, um, I started doing installs with him as well. And uh, uh, he didn't know how to do it. We agreed to do work per watt. And uh, threw in, showed him how to, where to buy material, how to buy material, how to design a project, how to get permits. And we started installing with him. And after a while, he had more work than my startup company. Mm. And so I made the decision to part ways with them um, and threw in completely with uh, this guy. It was called Sun Logic, And we went along and, uh, you know, six months, we're getting more a year we're getting more and pretty soon he uh told me he wanted me to be his second man, run his operations. He'd run sales. I'd run operations. Yeah. And I did that. And we kept getting bigger and, uh, uh, started doing really large commercial work, but the large commercial work in solar is so much smaller than the other stuff I had done. It was easy for me. Oh, because you're not wi- like wiring an entire building, right? Right. Okay. It's tying in. Okay. And we went along and uh, became a SunPower dealer. That's a big name in solar. Um, and then after a while, we were offered by SunPower to buy out another star, uh, another very well established company in the in Monterey Bay area. So, uh, and we did. We, I was involved in the merger and acquisition of that. Yeah. Got to get that schooling part of it and uh, went along and uh, we, we the, the company was in char- in trouble. So went and picked up all the pieces and, you know, for the first month I was getting a call every seven minutes from uh, oh. <laughs> and picking up the pieces and uh, that, you know, that was a, a t-shirt I got to earn. <laughs> and uh, so went along. Uh, picked up the pieces on that, uh, reestablished that company, rebranded the entire company as Solar Technologies, which uh, are one of the biggest ones in the Bay Area now. Mm-hmm. Um, growing pains, crazy growing pains. Hired a production manager or like an operations manager to replace me so I could go off and build all the large commercial work. Mm-hmm. And I did that, and six months later uh, um, my the guy I originally went to work with the the owner of the company um, figured out he could pay the guy less than me and didn't need me anymore, so
0: oh oh geez, that's fun
3: so I uh basically uh said, "Hey, we got three ways we can do this. you can leave it the way it is. Uh, you can let me." run my own business and run your commercial or I can go away. And he said, no, no, I don't want you to go away. So I went away. (laughs) (laughs) Is that how you got here? Not yet. No, there's more. Um, Then uh, uh, I went ahead and said, okay, I guess I'm going in business for myself again. So I started up in this corporation and working along had some very interesting Uh, projects going on and I established a really good relationship with my material suppliers. And one day my supplier called me and says, Hey, Mark, how, how busy are you? I said, well, yeah, I'm busy, but I, I can look at some more work. He says, well, I got this guy, he's got a bunch of work, but doesn't know what he's doing. How'd you like to talk to him? (laughs) Here we go (laughs) (laughs) again. Okay. So, um, I uh, went and talked to him, and he had a bunch of public works jobs. He had uh Gilroy Library. He had the Gilroy Police Station, public works. Damn. And then he had work like in L.A. and Rancho Cucamonga. And,
1: How do you get work when you don't know what you're doing?
3: He had a great Irish accent. And a very smart guy. <laughs> yeah. um, but…
0: Charisma, uh, huh?
3: Charisma. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for whatever reason, I don't mean, mean to take away from him. Uh, just… Uh, didn't know how to run crews, Mm -hmm. didn't know how to do the nuts and bolts of it. So I showed up under the premise of just doing the electrical tie-ins and that's what I would have done. And I'm looking around and I'm seeing and have to know me as I have an opinion, (laughs) you know, it's like I'm, I'm the guy in the boardroom who has something to say. He's going to (laughs) go, (laughs) got to do it. Right. And so, uh, uh, told him what I thought. Um, a couple of days later, he asked me to run the operations part of his company and do the electrical.
0: Yeah. And
3: then you know, basically gave me the checkbook and told me if you didn't like anybody, fire them. Sweet. And so I did. I got rid of some of the guys and it's usually, it doesn't take a lot to adjust it. Just little adjustments when you come in to help fix things. Yeah. And, uh, uh, went on to install a lot of large commercial work, which I really enjoyed. And, um, uh, and then we went on to do, uh, thousand volt systems first, uh, started coming out in, at that time. Uh, so we did the first thousand volt. Is that solar? Uh, <clears throat> how, how big of a deal is that? Like traditionally all my electrical has been 600 volts or less. Okay. All electrical. So to do a thousand volts was a big step. And so we did the first ones in Hayward, California. I did a fish processing plant, mm. which is very interesting. But um, and then I did a sugar, sugar bowl bakery uh, up in Hayward, and they're the guys who, when you go to Costco, the little brownies in the tubs. Oh, damn um, those yes. things. Yeah. yeah, Right? Yeah. I did their factory. Okay. Okay. So I'm on the roof and I'm smelling that every day. Ah, sorter. And then, and then they, you come down and they'll give you tubs of it. Oh, wow. Well, my commute was an hour and a half there, two and a half hours home. Oh, and I was working Mark. 10 hours on the job. How many pounds did yeah. you gain? Uh, no, no, I was working. really hard. <laughs> it didn't matter. You could huh? handle it. It's back when I was working with the tools, I could eat. I <laughs> want. It was awesome. Didn't see my family. But, um, and so then, uh, I was working on the last roof up there. Plus I, we educated the HJ the, the city on how to do thousand mm-hmm. volt systems. It was pretty neat. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, how many panels is that to create that many volts? Oh, well, you can do that in, um, you know, fifteen panels. Oh, but but these systems were.
0: Dumb it down for me.
3: Twelve hundred panels on a roof. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Four eighty volt three phase, probably a six or eight hundred amp tie in. Twelve hundred panels. Wow. Yeah. But six or eight hundred amps, and you know, in my previous commercial work, you know, I was two thousand amps, twenty five hundred, mm. up to three thousand. I never mm-hmm. went over three thousand. So, um, and one day while I was there, um, I get a phone call from a roofing contractor from Monterey Bay. I'm up in Hayward traveling, uh, who I had known through my commercial business had started a solar company in Monterey Bay when I started in solar. Mm -hmm. He says, Hey Mark, what's, what's, how's it going? What are you doing? I said, I'm doing this. He says, well, I need a, uh, a general manager, someone to run my solar operation. And I said, well, Pete, I said, you know, that sounds great, but um, I'm not really interested in building someone else's business. Mm Hmm. without ownership. He says, well, let's talk about it. And we talked about it for about, I don't know, four or five, six months. And then finally I agreed. We negotiated uh, my minimums for working and his maximums for working. And, uh, 2014, I threw in with him and became the general manager of Scudder Solar Monterey Bay Mm. and with 30% ownership. Beautiful. Yeah. At first we were talking 5%, but then they had a coup and everyone left and they were in trouble. And, uh, -hmm. so came in at 30% and here we go again, (laughs) (laughs) walk in, you know, I mean, you know, had to, uh, borrow half a million dollars just to stay in business. Oh, wow. You know, the the gross sales were 1.5 to 2 million. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, And so I was there for eight years. Um, We grew it to about eleven million annual. Nice, very profitable. Um, And his wife was wife, his daughter, oldest daughter was the heir apparent for, and she was running the roofing company. And uh, she uh, uh, just, uh, my business partner was getting ready. He's getting a little older. I was thinking about retiring, his wife had some medical issues. And long story short, she set her eyes on solar. Wanted to run solar also. Mm. Well, we didn't agree with the way she treated people. Um, I grew up in the trades with the tools, and you treat people a certain way. You, you know, right. And when they're straight from the office, they don't have that. And uh, but knew it all. And, uh, uh, she fired my production manager that was under me. It was great. We still have a great relationship. Uh, a gal I brought in and she just took off. Um, and then, uh, decided she was going to be my production manager. So I was tasked with managing my business partner's daughter. Mm. Bad. And, uh, at first she was really good a sponge. We had offices executive offices next to each other and, and, uh, and she was just like a sponge, but all of a sudden she decided, I guess she had enough and she wanted to do her own, you know, run it herself. And I, I, I probably made her cry one too many times. Oh. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to give it to me hard, if you're right. going to come at me hard, you got to be able to take it. You gotta be able to take mm-hmm. it. And, and I find a lot of people are like that. They, yeah. They'll give it hard, but they crumble when you, and so, uh, uh, met with my business partner, uh, agreed to separate. Yeah. And that he was going to buy me out. Now we're in a successful place. We've, you know, made it partially through COVID, kept all of our people going. I was on the executive team. We were keeping a hundred people working.
0: That's awesome.
3: Yeah. And that was between roofing and solar and really proud and uh, we were very profitable at that moment and of course uh when attorneys get involved yeah
1: oh jeez yes
3: all of a sudden the company wasn't doing so well <laughs> <laughs> and uh my buyout was probably pennies on the dollar Ugh. but that's okay yeah i came in with nothing i left with something and i was able to come up here and and um it afforded me time to figure out what I want to do when I grow up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think like a lot of people have that story, those stories of uh, coming up here, you know, like they they had a really good reason to get here and it was a hard thing to do sometimes. Um, Like we have a similar story is like, it was like all of these little pieces fell into place. It was still a challenge, but it's like, it was important to
3: us and we did it now you're up here. I'm up here, fell in love with the place, Mm -hmm. uh, came up here by my oldest or my youngest daughter, pregnant daughter. Uh, Her husband decided he wanted to move here. Yep. Um, And she was going to drive a separate truck towing a trailer. Oh. (laughs) And um, I looked at my wife. My wife looked at me. She said, no. Yeah, you're driving. <laughs> so, came up here, fell in love with it over the course of, I don't know, six or nine months. We traveled up here 12 times. Oh, wow. I wanted to see it in every phase of the season. Mm-hmm. I'm a California boy. I mean, uh, how could I handle the winter, right? Mm-hmm. I think
1: that's a, the biggest question most people have coming to the area. Can I handle the, you know, the weather, especially if you're coming from California, or somewhere like Arizona or somewhere that's warm all the time.
3: Couldn't agree more. And you know what? Last winter and and I've been here I think a couple of winters and I loved it. I love I love uh Idaho uh it represents freedom to me. Um I have my own political views. Mm-hmm. Um and couldn't stand that other country that I was living in yeah
0: it feels like that too to a lot of people same with us it was, that was a big factor for us coming up here absolutely um and then so you got back into solar up here
3: yeah so um oh we bought our first house and and the thought was having it um as a place to post up when we came up mm-hmm. uh maybe vrbo it um But we all of a sudden that changed and I'm moving to Idaho full, you know, full time. Yeah. Sold my house in, um, you know, $200,000 over asking. Those are good times. No contingencies, just cash.
1: Good time for the sellers.
3: (laughs) Yes. Yes.
1: Not the buyers. Right. Yeah. Right.
3: And uh, um, came up here and then so we moved up here. And it's my wife and myself and my mother-in-law with us. And um, so first thing I did is I remodeled that house. Uh, Then uh, my wife wanted more land. We had come from uh, an acre and a half Mm -hmm. in beautiful uh, Coralitos, California, uh, rolling hills, apple orchards. Oh, nice. Quiet, um, six miles from the beach you know? oh, man. bad. Yeah. It was beautiful. That must've been place, hard to leave. Very hard mm-hmm. and harder for my wife, I think. And, um, cause once I make a decision, I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we found this place with four and a half acres, you know, large place and, uh, remodeled it before we moved in and mm-hmm. they were there now. And then, um, you know, you, you had a point it, it, this offered me some time to be on my own and I had a real burnout. Yeah. You know, how many times do I have to do this?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And, um, we had enough money where I mean, we could, you know, get by, but, um, uh, I had set up with Tesla to be able to have a dealership up here. You know, I had pre-set up with SunPower to have Mm -hmm. a dealership up here when I wanted to. And then went through the process, got my uh, JW and established a LLC and uh, uh, just finishing up my contractor's license here and just started feeling the market. And so last (coughs) October, uh, September before last, there was a solar show down in Anaheim, California. Mm. And solar is known for these, these shows. And so, uh, the solar is, it's a community for years. I would go visit the one in San Francisco and, and it's like old home week. You just know everybody. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and then there's, you know, the private parties that you get invo- invited to and solar battle of the bands and who's got the tickets this year and all that. And so I, I just was toying with the idea what should I do? And uh, whether or not to start a business, and I know what that takes. And um, when you do that, you're forced to do all the things that you're not so good at. Receivables, HR, payroll.
1: Yeah, you have to wear all the hats. All the
3: hats. Mm -hmm. And it's quite an investment, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm weighing this, but I'm a little older don't know that I like to be told what to do by people. Don't know if I am employable. <laughs> so I started checking my contacts. Uh, called Tesla. Um, like my guy left,
0: uh, but I
3: can put you in chart and touch with somebody. It's not the same as a built relationship, right? SunPower they they dropped their commercial division, which I w- had been SunPowered. Regional Dealer of the Year in 2019. A lot of kudos, but it it vanished. Mm -hmm. Um, So I went to the solar show just to see what was up and um, realized that the community had changed a lot and everyone moves around. And um, But I met, uh, uh, well, first of all, I saw my old SunPower dealer uh, rep. And uh, he invited me to a table with some other well-known um, Sun Power commercial dealers. And I got, so I got kind of a high introduction to uh, um, the owner of Sun, CEO, owner. Mm-hmm. And he has built the largest solar company in Oahu, oh. in Hawaii. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And very well-known and very credible. And met him and in talking to him, he had, um, uh, grown up in McCall, uh,
2: Idaho. Yeah.
3: And about five years ago, established a Boise, uh, branch was doing well. And I was talking to him and I actually spent a couple hours tripping through the show together and trying to find that, you know, uh, Who's doing what what's the best equipment out there, and asking the hard technical questions of each of the vendors because they'll all tell you they're doing this stuff mm-hmm. but but um, when you when you get into it, you can see if they're credible or not or whether you know whether or not you need to spend time with them and um, and what I found when we were going through the show asking these questions, he'd ask the same questions I would ask, I would ask the same questions, and we felt aligned. And, uh, um, so at the end of the show, <clears throat> he asked me what I was doing. I said, I don't know. I'm thinking about starting up my own thing because, well, you should talk to my business partner up in Coeur d'Alene. Oh, he said, uh, we're starting a Coeur d'Alene Spokane branch. And, uh, he said, yeah, why don't you give him a, give him a call in the, in the spring. And I did. I think we finally connected in, uh, in the summer. mm mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, I've thrown in with them. Cool. They're not quite sure where to put me, um, because it's a new branch in Coeur d'Alene, um, and not room for money wise for, uh, an executive. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, I've been, I, I, they put me in touch with their master electrician, which is a great guy, very reputable. I re- really respect him. Mm-hmm. um, And we kind of came up with a hybrid where I'm installing. I was wondering if you got the old tool belt. I got the tool tool belt belt. on. I got the tool belt on. I'm installing, but I'm involved in all the upper room conversations. Yeah. Planning, vision. And I think it's refreshing for them because they have an outside look at their operation. And since I've done it a few times... And I've been in in every position in the company. I've done every position. I have an outside view and opinion. And I always find that um, to fix things, not that they're broken in any way, um, it's just small tweaks. Mm -hmm. It isn't these major things. I mean, sure, I went into one company and I fired half the crew, but... There was a bad element there that didn't need to happen. Yeah, And so, uh, um, so I've thrown in with them. Um, they're gracious enough to give me their ear. <clears throat> and that's what I'm doing now.
0: Oh, dude. That's pretty cool. They must be uh, – I imagine they're pretty excited to have your knowledge and experience because that's probably pretty rare to find somebody that's been doing it so long. Um, I have some specific questions about solar in Idaho, especially. So I had, I had assumed you need a ton of sunlight. Uh, I think we're like 174 average days of sun a year. So I'd always assumed like, maybe that's not enough. That's not worth it. Um, does it need to be full sun? I think we we kind of talked about this on the camping trip, so I, I have an idea, but, um, yeah, like cloudy days. Are you still getting some power from that? How's that work? Sure.
3: A couple things. One is it doesn't need full sun. The solar works on light, not heat. Mm. Okay. So that's a major thing. In fact, heat brings in uh, a resistance, actually lessens the power that it puts out. Okay. Okay. So, and I found working in Pebble beach with, and and Pacific Grove with the fog Mm -hmm. um, it actually multiplied the sun it gave a more full spectrum really that's interesting so i had i had projects that would produce better with the droplets in the in the clouds that's wild okay so it's pretty neat now um sure we don't get as much sunlight as um that other country does but um the price of the solar panels have come down so much and you have an agreement with your utility. So what happens is you generate power during the day, and whatever you generate over what you use, you get credited for mm. at the same price as you would buy it for. Okay. Okay? And the agreement that you make, in this case with the Vista is that you have to use it within a year or forfeit it. They don't even say thank you. They Mm -hmm. just take it. Okay. So then in this case here, we overgenerate power during the summer because we make twice as much power in the summer as we do in the winter.
0: Mm -hmm. Is that a function of the, the days just being longer?
3: Days longer. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And so... It doesn't mean you don't we don't produce in the winter it just means that we you know produce produce better the the angle changes Mm -hmm. in the winter um and so uh to combat that you put a larger system and it just so happens a vista allows up to i think 100 kw hundred thousand watts of power How how
0: many panels is that is that huge It's huge. Yeah. Um, More than I could put on my roof.
3: Right. And that, that starts to be the limiting factors. How much can you put? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we do things like ground mounts as well. Okay. um, So, and that's part of the fun of what I do is making it fit. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then the the modules have gotten so um, efficient, so much power in a smaller footprint So, you know, our, my favorite panel right now is about 400 watts. They're making ones that are close to 500 watts. Wow. um, Per, you know, uh, 40 inches by about six foot six tall. That's amazing. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And um, so it works. For instance, my house, I don't know, 3,300 feet, large shop working um, fabrication out of it. Um, I'm 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 getting ready to put about 48 modules on my house to offset the bill. Mm-hmm. I've got a great software that uh, makes me look smarter than I am. <laughs> that helps calculate, and what it does is it has historic um, insulation values of lighting that applies it to a model that you build and it'll tell you, um, pretty accurately how much power a roofing plane can give you Hmm. this many degrees, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, you apply shading values and the whole bit. So it's pretty
0: neat. That's cool. Um, and this is, was my first, this is a burning question for somebody out there. Snow. Mm -hmm. What does that do to the panels?
3: So, um, so, this is a basically a metal panel with a glass sheet on it with a thin layer of plastic and um, when the snow gets on it, still if there's light penetrating, it still generates mm-hmm. um, if it uh, and what happens is when it generates it does heat up a little bit enough to melt the snow. Uh most of the roofs here because of snow are at a sharper incline and slides off. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, really we try to build a system that will, um, overcome that Mm -hmm. and doesn't have to have that, that generation in those cloudy days of winter and with the snow, but you know, when the sun comes out, it's going to slide off. Mm -hmm. And uh, I try to build the systems where the upper modules are on a, call it a circuit by themselves. So as soon as they're exposed, Mm. they're generating and then you get the heat a little bit. And so, Uh, We do have the ability that if there's shading from like trees to make each module work independently of each other, Mm -hmm. if you're full on exposed, you build the traditional circuit where you need, you know, call it 10 modules lined up together uh, to uh, make a circuit. Mm -hmm. But um, because I'm a geek, (laughs) um, I'm, I, I'm installing the ones that are independent yeah. on my place because I want to see what they do.
0: Okay. Um and then what about like do you is it common to uh connect them to like a whole house battery? What's the scoop with that? Is that the way to do it? It's so awesome. Yeah.
3: So um people some people don't realize that when you put a solar PV system, photovoltaic system on their house. That when the utility goes out in an outage, they don't work.
0: It doesn't matter that you have solar and the sun's shining; it's not doing anything, right? It's not going
3: to work. Okay. And that's to protect the utility people working on getting it back on. Hmm. So we're installing the Tesla power walls. And it just so happens that because Josh, our president of, of revolution, um, has done so many of them he has, our company has the credibility. We're one of the largest uh, Tesla uh, certified installers in the United States. That's cool. Okay. So we'll talk about that. I and mean, there, there's other systems out there of energy storage, mm-hmm. but we're installing the power wall. And when we do that, we actually put in a, automatic transfer switch called mm. a gateway and um, that key, that isolates your property, whether it's a home or, or, or commercial um, isolates it from the utility and then uh, ties in a power wall battery to backup power. Now, now the solar panels are allowed to produce Regardless, because they, they're they dumb. They don't know whether it's the utility power or the battery power. Mm-hmm. It emulates it. So now when there's an outage, your solar generates, and it not only do you get to use the power of the battery, but you can use real-time the power coming off your roof. That's pretty cool. So it's kind of an exponential... Yes, the batteries have thirteen point five thousand watt hours in them. Right. Um, when the solar's working, you're using straight off the roof right. as well, and also maintaining and charging your battery. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's it's a great thing. And then when the sun goes down, your straight battery. If you have an extended outage, you use it as you know as long. Uh, I have plenty of clients that don 't see the difference, really, like
0: you could run the house pretty normal
3: yes, wow, you know you, you have to be a little smart about it, and we 've got some other products that help that too but um, so then the next morning i in fact i 've got a, a commercial project over on off a of Hutter mm. with a couple of power walls and solar, and i 'm seeing they 're making it through the night with, they're still connected to the grid, but they're only using their power. Wow. So, and, and I'll watch them the, and the, the batteries are made to discharge daily and are guaranteed for 10 years. That's impressive. That's nice, to, yeah. I mean, okay. They're made for that. Now, what's going to happen after 10 years? Well, we don't know because they haven't been mm. around that long, but they're not going to just drop. They're going to degrade, right? Decrease a bit, yeah. Yeah. And, um, but they're still. What if they're eighty percent, right? Right. Okay, yeah. So um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Now, you got that. Well, I'll let you lead me, but um, I mean, it works. Yeah, and it can work. You know, basically, it's like having a standby generator.
0: So and I'm and I'm assuming I know I know you can tie them into a generator too. So my parents live off grid. They live in Northern California mm-hmm. and their house is entirely off grid. It's solar, um, a large battery uh array and then uh uh propane generator. Uh-huh. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, it works really well. Uh we lived there for like six months and it was pretty much usable for it's a little hard with kids, I guess. We like,
1: lived there before they did. So um Once they moved in, they tweaked some things and got it working better. But at that time it was like, okay, you can't run the dishwasher and like take a shower at the same time. Like, you know, you got to kind of be careful with what you're doing.
0: I think when it was, the house was built, it was designed a little funky. Like some things should have been on propane. Like the water heater uh, was not, and the furnace was not. So that got fixed later down and down the line. And now it works pretty well. Mm -hmm. But what a cool thing, like to have no
3: tie to the grid is, I think, pretty neat. I think it's, pretty popular up here too. Well, so I've got, uh, I've got a buddy electrician who put it on his, uh, his house in, in Monterey mm-hmm. and great power panels and then two Tesla power walls. And his thought is freedom.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: You know, you know kind of like blackouts or, or... <laughs> well, or even this, you know, um, screw the utility. Mm-hmm. it's kind of putting the big middle finger up to the, yeah. you know, <laughs> kind of just being independent because we're they're kind of a monopoly. Right. Uh-huh. And so if they raise their rates, they raise their rates. Mm-hmm. You don't really have a, well, this is a way of combating that. This is a way of being independent. Yeah. And, and, and what I tell my clients is, well, you have the ability to, um, it shut off your utility, but let's leave it on as a backup power.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And so yeah,
1: I love that idea. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and I mean, this resonates freedom to me mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. I mean,
0: it makes me think about this house. We have a great roof for it. That's always in the sun. And I'm like, Oh, if only we were staying here.
3: <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Yeah. If you've got two houses side by side, one has an energy bill and one doesn't, which one's more valuable?
0: good. I mean good call, right, yeah, I guess factoring in the price of the system itself and i'm I'm guessing they've come down in price over they have yeah, and then what uh are there some great tax benefits does Idaho specifically have any
3: so idaho um there's a some depreciation that you can have for business mm. so um there's a little work- around there, but for the most part, it's a federal tax credit. Now, it's a um, if you get a paycheck that has federal taxes taken out of it, it can offset that. So the feds will pay for 30% of your system, oh. including the battery. And in a case where you need a new roof, the portion, you know I've had it go a lot of different ways, but the portion of the roof that is – replaced for the solar can be written off as well, included in that. Hmm.
0: I guess that makes sense. If you're going to put a system on the roof, you want the roof to be very young in age. So you're not sure taking it off in five years to redo the roof.
3: Oh yeah. That'd be a pain in the ass.
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay. And,
3: and you know, I mean, this is a, I think it's a guaranteed 25, 30 year product. Mm -hmm. And so, and the nice part about it is when you put solar on a roof, you're adding another layer of protection for that roof, right? And there is a because we stand off the roof, you know, four to six inches. There's a natural convection cooling that can happen with it. So there were some studies I've seen some white paper on it where you know offering a five percent uh, better heating and cooling. Yeah, so it's just yeah. An extra layer, right there. That's pretty cool. Uh when we install these things we're 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 looking at that we're saying okay well this thing's got to last you know 25 years. Mm-hmm. How's that roof? We look at that and and we've got some great relationships with some local roofers that if we need a consult on that we can do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. Are you seeing more and more people do the Tesla power walls in their homes?
3: It's amazing. Yeah. Um Coeur d'Alene. So I get to see the figures between Coeur d'Alene and Boise. Mm-hmm. Coeur d'Alene's kicking butt. Really? They're, they're, they're grabbing it. They get it. It's really neat. You're, um, you're changing
0: my view on it up here. Cause <laughs> I, I really, I was like, what's, you know, like, what's the point? Right. Um, cause utility, our utilities aren't super expensive up here. I find they're much cheaper than California. Um, so that like down there, it's kind of a no brainer up here. It's like, oh, maybe, but now when I'm looking at the independent side of it, that mm-hmm. is intriguing to me. Right. That's not an angle I had looked at before of like, okay, because we lost power mm, the first winter we were here. Yeah,
1: 2021.
0: Yeah. For like, how about three or four days? Ooh. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's
0: and tough. there's no wood stove in this house. So we had no source of heat. I did and not we, have didn't ge- have
1: gas, uh, we didn't even have gas.
0: We didn't have a gas fireplace. Time. I did not yeah. have a generator. And nothing. So it was pretty sad um oh,
3: was that that ice storm yeah windstorm it was yeah. a storm. yeah yeah yep. we, we were staying at the uh stay the stay, stay stay bridge stay bridge yeah mm-hmm. when that happened it's it like, was oh.
0: it was okay yeah. so
1: trees down everywhere in the neighborhood
0: after that i put in a transfer switch and got a generator so now of course the power has we not gone yeah, out since
2: power,
0: but <laughs> you know when you're ready it won't happen <laughs> no. um but, yeah, having that kind of independence, even because, you know, occasionally we'll lose it for a few hours. And it's like, it's not even worth getting the generator out. But you don't know how long it's going to be. But if I had a Tesla Powerwall, it wouldn't even, nothing. I'll have to show would, you. Yeah.
3: It's really, it's seamless. We've got an installation for our, our uh, one of the business owners down here, over here in Coeur d'Alene. Mm-hmm. He loves showing his system off. In fact, it's online. I'll send you the link. Yeah. Cool. Um, it's seamless. It's like, okay, ready? And he uses his app and he pushes the button and all of a sudden he disconnects from, uh, a Vista and then, well, that's cool. On solar. And it was like, you don't not even, he says, sometimes you see a flicker it's 10 milliseconds. So it doesn't qualify for critical hospital loads, mm. but you know, it, it seems to work for everything yeah. that way. That's pretty neat. You know, Back in that other country that, and also Hawaii, the, the power power's so expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we were getting, I mean, I, I installed, you know, four and a half acres of solar panels, wow. uh, a tracking system that went from east to west, um, offset 18 meters for a golf club mm-hmm. in Quail Lodge in Carmel Valley. Wow. And um, the payback was like, Three years. Dang. Oh, yeah. Totally worth it. Okay.
1: So how does, um, sorry, I'm going to go off track, but like, so I've heard of people in California that put in the systems and then like at the end of the year, they end up getting a bill. How did,
3: what's happening there? Uh Uh-huh. So people have kids. (laughs) Kids. uh, Well, what happens is when, uh, what what I've seen happen, when people get solar, they ease up on turning that light oh, switch energy off usage, yeah. or I've had customers that, Oh, we decided to put in a new sauna or a new spa. or mm. So I've run into that. And uh, me being that I was the general manager and CEO of Scudder at the end there. And so all the problems I would get mm. and you know, these, these true ups. Uh, yeah. That's what they're called. True up bill. Yep. And, um, you know, my job was to mitigate that and and uh, figure out why, and then eventually make them happy. And um, uh, so that's so a they're lot using
1: of... more energy throughout the year, and it's just adding up instead of mm-hmm. getting stored energy for them. Right. Now they have a bill.
3: But the difference here also is here, I believe that everyone pays their bills monthly still. Oh, no.
1: okay. So then you don't get a true up.
3: So you don't build up that you could Mm -hmm. have a true up, but it wouldn't be anything like in that other country, they paid it once a year. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I remember, I think it was like my aunt and uncle who got like a $1,400 true up at the end of the year or something. I'm like, Holy crap. No, thank you.
3: (laughs) I had businesses with 14,000. Yeah.
1: Oh, I bet. Yeah. You know,
3: and so, you know, it is, uh, an art to sizing the system. The good news is the utility, is very amiable to putting on whatever size you decide Mm -hmm. where in California you are limited to 10% over what you are currently using. Oh, so you can oversize your Of course they'll regulate that. Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Or justify it, you know, by saying, Oh, they're adding a spa. Um, but so they're amiable. And so, you know, we, we try to mitigate that. We try to add on for that and set the expectations with the customer. Um, and regardless, you know, if it's, if it's all you can afford or want to see value in is 40% of your offset of your bill. Right. It's still 40%. Right. And um, if the payback period is, you know, eight, nine years, it's still a savings. Mm-hmm. And the feds are still paying for 30, 30% of that. It's not inflated for that 30%. I mean, it's, you know, we're we're working it up from cost. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, well, I believe in it, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a proponent of it. <laughs> for yeah. sure, yeah. But, uh, I mean, it works. And it's it's still amazing to me. I really get into it when I turn that on. yeah. And I see now the digital meters going backwards used to be a dial and you would see it
2: <laughs>
3: and then I'll struggle for a minute and it turned backwards. That's cool. But now it's an arrow, but, but I've seen the, <laughs> the systems where the arrow's going. I don't remember which way it goes now, but it's going zoom, 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 zoom. And then you turn it on and then sl- see it slow down and then see it start going the other way. Oh, well, that's pretty satisfying.
0: Yeah. That's, yeah. Cool. Wow, yeah. that's so satisfying. Yeah. Uh, but,
3: but understand something. Solar is a financial decision. Yeah. You know, and you get a good reputable company that's going to do what they say they're going to do and, and stand by it. Um, you know, I just happen to be geeky. You know, you may not want a hobby of looking at your solar <laughs> monitoring. Right. But I, I'm built that way. I mm-hmm. love checking and seeing and, and really I I want to make sure that we're delivering what we said we're going to deliver.
0: Yeah. That's cool. I have full faith that you would do that and you're like lifetime into it. Kristen can attest that um, I am a geek and I, I will watch the hell out of that because I did it at my parents' house <laughs> yeah. and I'd be like, ever constantly checking in like what's was wrong with me i gotta stop <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> i'd be like where is seth and i'd find him in the laundry room at, at the panel yeah look at, look, <laughs>
0: look at it look at it go
3: well with the with the uh w- with the tesla project it's on your phone of course, oh, yeah. of course, of course, it, course it is they are. that's
0: yeah. awesome that's even better
3: and then <laughs> i get to look at the fleet view of like of all the thousands
0: yeah of, yeah oh that's pretty cool Um, Well, we are out of time, so we have to cut it, Ah. but uh, yeah, I know we're just getting you fired up. Uh, We can always do it again um, because I'd love to hear about, I know you had a cool project you're working on that uh, maybe we could talk about next time you come on, but uh, thank you again. We will put the company contact info in the description so people will know where to find you. Um, Yeah. So thanks Mark. Appreciate it.
3: Perfect. Yeah. My phone number is at 831 area code, so okay. uh, so if they see that, don't, no. don't freak don't, out. Don't, don't hold Lost that fam. against me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <where> <laughs> I tell people that I, you know, where were where were you from? From south of Bo- Boise, of <laughs> Nevada. Yeah.
0: The the funny thing is, like everybody I meet here is from there, so it's like,
3: eh. I know
0: we're all Americans, right? Thank you for being such great hosts. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. Okay. All, right. all right. Talk to you next time.